Tonight on Truth Today, we're going to be discussing discernment and the battle between the Holy Spirit and the spirit of the age. We're also going to be talking about the Antichrist Islam being exposed and growing darker and darker by the day. Also, we'll be talking about January 6th lies, how it's unraveling, how the truth is coming out, and how it is a ultimately a distraction from the real criminality of our government, our federal government. That and much more right now on Truth Today. Well, thank you for thank you for joining us here tonight on Truth Today. Pastor Sharam Hating with Truth and Love Ministry, where we are going to be committed, committed to speaking the truth in love, committed to being truth tellers, no matter what the cost, no matter what the opposition. So thank you for being a part of that. Thank you for supporting this ministry, helping to get the word out. And so I want to encourage you, uh, before we get into our packed show, uh, please visit our website, tilministry.com, tilministry.com. Check out all of our content, sign up for our email newsletter. Also check out our events calendar. We have a lot of traveling that's coming up in the next few months. Uh, so please check out your events, our events calendar. Go to our Rumble page, rumble.com slash Ramhadian, rumble.com slash Ramhadian. Please subscribe to our Rumble page so that you can get updated information when we upload all of our new content there as well as going live. And then finally, uh, check out our new podcast. We are doing podcasts now, our MP3 podcast. Uh, go to all of these sources, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Amazon Music, uh, iHeart, Podbean, and just type in Truth Today with Sharam Hadian, Truth Today with Sharam Hadian, and you'll be able to get a, a connected, subscribe, of course, to our various uh, uh, podcasts that we have from all of our shows. All of our shows now are going to MP3 format and going to podcasts. All right, we have a lot to cover tonight. By the way, um, this is also pre-recorded. We're pre-recording because I'm still on the road. I'm actually in uh, Idaho, and I was in Spokane, Idaho, uh, north and then south this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with live shows, um, but these are pre-recorded, being obviously broadcast live. Okay, let's go to the Word of God as we always start in the foundation, our solid footing, our firm foundation is the Bible, Word of God. We're going to be in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, folks, tonight. And here is why. As I said in my intro, I believe that we are in a in a just an absolute imperative time for the need for discernment, right? The Bible says that we must have the gift of discernment. If you're lacking discernment, if you're lacking wisdom, you ask the Lord, pray. And the reason is because there is an all-out battle between the Holy Spirit and the spirit of the age. The spirit of the age is ultimately an anti-Christ spirit. And this battle between the true spirit of the living God and the spirit of the age, and the spirit of Antichrist, and the spirit of this beast system, Revelation 13, is ultimately meant to, to absolutely destroy and pull us away from truth and lead us away to apostasy. Second Thessalonians, of course, warns us about this coming great apostasy, which is really a coming great falling away of many who are supposed to be in the faith, in Christ, but yet they're being pulled away. And this is, of course, preceding the man of sin or the son of perdition being revealed. That's, of course, we know the Antichrist. And the key to this is in verse 9 of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Again, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9. The coming of this lawless one, the man of sin, is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders. You see, I said this last week. I've been saying it for the last number of weeks. 
as we are anticipating and expectant of an end time outpouring of God's spirit, right? The Bible has told us that in the end days, God will pour out his spirit on all flesh. As that is going to happen and perhaps happening, how many times have I said there will also be a counterfeit? The enemy has counterfeit. What did it say? According to the working of Satan, with the same powers, same signs, same lying wonders, with all unrighteous deception among those who perish. So Satan is going to counterfeit the true spirit of God. We got again the Holy Spirit versus the spirit of the age. And this counterfeit here is meant to deceive, to pull away, to confuse even with a form of spirituality. That's why it's so hard to discern. That's why we need maximum anointed levels of discernment. You've got to pray for a maximum level of discernment because the, the things that you're seeing that appear to be godly, that appear to be spiritual, may not be. They may be counterfeits. They may be signs. I'm not saying they are, but they may be. And we have to be able to discern the spirit of the age and what it's doing. Now, if you turn with me to um, 1 John 4, same thing. 1 John chapter 4. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. Okay, that is one of the ways to be able to discern if there, especially someone who claims to be a Christian, yet in any way is manifesting anything demonic, you ask them the question, do you confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh? Any spirit that does not believe Jesus the Christ has come into the flesh, what does the Bible say? And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is in verse 3, 1 John 4. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and which is already in the world at this time. So the Antichrist spirit is nothing new. It's been there since the fall of man, and it's been there certainly since the time of Jesus, but now this, as we get closer to the last days and closer to Satan's time being short, Revelation 12, now we're going to see a greater, greater manifestation and that greater manifestation with signs and wonders and, and, and um, a lying, uh, with signs and powers and lying wonders, according to 2 Thessalonians, is the manifestation of this Antichrist spirit. So we are called to discern, we are called to test between what is truly the Holy Spirit and what is truly the spirit of Antichrist the spirit of the age. It is not a spirit of Pharisee to be able to question these things. Those who are saying, oh, revival 100%, deliverance 100%, all this 100%. Okay, great. But if it's truly of God, then you should be open to it being tested. If you're defensive of it and, and saying, no, you have no right to test it because um, it's from God. And if you question it, you're a Satan worshiper. You're, you're a false legalistic Pharisee. Uh, you're this, that. No, folks, that's the wrong spirit. That's a, a prideful, arrogant spirit rather than a humble, contrite spirit that says absolutely test it. Test every spirit. Test the manifestation of the spirit. We shouldn't be afraid to test it because if it's of the, of the Holy Spirit, 
it will bear witness. It will manifest. And, and let's turn to our final passage tonight in John chapter 16. John chapter 16. Jesus is preparing his disciples for his departure. And as he departs, he's telling them, listen, I must go so the Spirit of God can come. Now, however, he says, verse 5, I am going to him who sent me. Yet none of you asks me, where are you going? Instead, your hearts are filled with sorrow because I have told you these things. But I tell you the truth. It is for your benefit that I am going away. Unless I go, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, the counselor cannot come. In the New King James Version, it uses the terminology here, okay? It uses the terminology um, let me go to, sorry, I went too far here, um, of the helper, the advocate, the helper, the counselor will not come to you. But if I depart, this is verse seven, if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he uh, comes, when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they do not believe in me. So what is the Holy Spirit going to do when he comes? Pour out love on everybody? Nope. Love is a part of God's manifestation. But the number one purpose of the Holy Spirit is to convict the world of sin and of righteousness, of God's righteousness, and of the judgment of sin. So one, Holy Spirit convicts us that we're sinners. Two, convicts us of the fact that God's a righteous, holy judge. All have sinned, fall short of the glory of God. No one can come through Christ apart from, or to God apart from Christ. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of life is, gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. And it convicts the world of the judgment of sin, meaning that now sin must be judged and dealt with. And the number one way that happens is that all of us will be judged and go into uh, hell and, and an eternity without God if we are dead in sin if we do not come alive in Christ, if we are not born again by the gospel and by the, 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 the living Savior. It goes, so let me read this one more time. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment of sin because they do not believe in me of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment because the ruler of this world, that Satan, is judged. Notice how God, Jesus called Satan the ruler of this world. He's a God of this world, folks. This is not the kingdom of God. We represent the kingdom. We, the kingdom is in us, but the kingdom is not yet here manifested because Satan is ruling and reigning for a time, for a short time. Now, watch this. Verse 12. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears he will speak and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, that's Jesus the Son, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. And all things the Father has are mine, therefore I say that he will take of mine and declare it to you. So the Holy Spirit will glorify the Father, the Son, and of course himself as the Holy Spirit and will reveal all this truth that must be revealed and convict the world of sin, of God's righteousness, and of the judgment of that sin. So all that to say that we are in a battle. We're in a battle against time because as the days get darker, as the activity of the enemy gets stronger, as we see evil waxing, we get closer to the tribulation period, 
what we must understand is then the need for discernment is going to increase. The need for that testing of the spirits is need, going to need to increase. And I want to start tonight by talking about Islam because there is no greater antichrist spirit on the planet than Islam. That's why we expose Islam. That's why we continue. My background as a former Muslim. I came out of it, right folks? I came out of it. That's my testimony. That's my testimony that I was born into a Muslim family. I was born in Iran. In 1998, the gospel of Jesus Christ was boldly preached to me. It offended me. It was hard to receive, but that gospel pierced my heart. And the truth of who God is was revealed to me. And the truth that Islam is a lie was revealed to me. And the truth that one is of God and one is not was revealed to me. And the truth that I can only serve one master was revealed to me. And this lie today that, oh, we worship the same God, that Muslims and Christians and Jews, we're all Abrahamic. And this is why we are doing our brand new presentation. In fact, when you see this, please pray because March 17th, March 17th, Friday, March 17th, I'm recording my brand new presentation in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho called One World Religion Rising. We don't have a graphic for it yet. We're working on that. But One World Religion Rising, we're going to record it. It's going to come out hopefully in May on DVD, our brand new one. Of course, I encourage you, go get our great pushback DVD. Uh, let's put that up real quick, Jariah. Uh, tillministry.com slash pushback. Tillministry.com slash pushback. If you've not gotten a copy of our great pushback it is so important to know what is happening and how to push back against this globalist agenda. But this is why we expose these things. Now, in my own testimony, I've shared how evil Islam is, that this book, the Quran, is not of God. It is from the pit of hell. It is evil and demonic and satanic. It does not have divine truth in it. It may have some things that sound like truth, but it does not have divine truth. And Muslims need to ultimately come out of Islam, renounce Islam, and come into the love and grace and, and truth of who Jesus Christ is. So let's go to a few of these crazy headlines that are happening with Islam. Um, this is from Jihad Watch. First one, Saudi Islamic scholar reaffirms Islam's Islamic law's death penalty for leaving Islam. Okay, folks, this is Ahmad al-Ramdi, uh, who is a Saudi cleric. And what they're teaching, based upon Muhammad and Abu Bakr. Abu Bakr was one of the caliphs, the successors after Muhammad was killed. And what they're talking about is apostasy. In Surah chapter 4, in this evil book, Surah chapter 4, verse 89... Um, they, it says, they wish you would disbelieve as they disbelieve so you would be alike. So do not take from among them allies until they emigrate for the cause of Allah, meaning they come to Islam. But if they turn away, that means if they apostatize, then seize them and kill them wherever you find them and take not from among them any ally or helper. Again, Surah chapter 4. In this book, which is called The Reliance of the Traveler by Nahib al-Misri, it is the third most authoritative book in all of Islam. It is a compilation of Islamic case law. It has a section on apostasy. And in the section on apostasy, folks, it will tell you that the punishment for apostasy is death. Okay? Just so you don't, you, if you don't understand, section 0 or 08.8, apostasy from Islam, right here. It's called Rida. 
the, one of the battles that Muhammad, uh, the people of Muhammad fought after Muhammad was killed was called the Ridda Wars. They went and they chased down all those who had been forced converted to Islam. And then after Muhammad died, they fled, they left, they apostatized. And the followers of Muhammad who, were, who had amassed a, a, an army, military, they followed these people and they killed them as apostates. And it was called the Ritter Wars. They estimate at least 44, 45,000 people were killed just in that one battle. So it says, leaving Islam is the ugliest form of unbelief. You become a kufr or a kufar, which means you're filthy. And it's the worst. Now, it may come about through sarcasm. And when someone is told, trim your nails, it is sunnah. And he replies, I would not do it even if it were, as opposed to when someone, some circumstances exist which exonerates him of having committed apostasy. Like his tongue went away from him. But here is section 08.1. When a person who has reached puberty and is sane voluntarily apostatizes from Islam, he deserves to be killed. In 8.2, in such a case, it is obligatory for the, the caliph or the Islamic representative to ask him to repent and return to Islam. I've had Muslims tell that to me. You need to repent and turn back to Islam. You're an apostate. You deserve to be killed. And a lot of times the, the, the lying Muslims, I'll ask them in, that in public. What is the punishment for apostasy? They sit there and they say nothing. I said, listen, I'm asking you a simple question. If you leave Islam and you don't turn back, what is supposed to happen to you? Well, blah, 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 blah. they won't say it because if they say it, it proves that Islam is not peaceful, tolerant uh, religion, as, as they claim. So look at this. If he does, meaning if he repents and returns to Islam, it is accepted from him. The repentance is accepted. But if he refuses, he is immediately killed. Immediately killed. So we continue to see the evil of Islam. We are in the midst of the worst Christian persecution in church history. This is why, again, go to our website and get our DVD, War on Christians. It is all about the ideological, spiritual battle that is being waged against Christians right now. The worst numerical persecution of Christians in church history happening right now. And the number one perpetrator of that persecution is Islam those representing Islam. It's not radical Islam. It's not just terrorism. It is fundamentalist Islam because Islam is to be the final religion according to Islam, according to their, to their prophet. So all those representing Islam and Muhammad are then going to kill those that are ultimately not going to come to Islam. The number one group are Christians. Christians, Christians. Remember I told you, visit a website called The Religion of peace.com the religion of peace.com they're tracking these jihadist attacks over and over again the jihad report for february um, 110 attacks 655 killed uh, every day uh, march 12 19 are left dead after islamist stormed through their village in um, congo uh, you have syria Relig religion of peace proponents slit the throats of three Mushroom hunters. You have 37 fishermen uh, in Nigeria murdered by the, an Islamic group called ISWAP. 
two dozen innocents are slaughtered by Islamist militants. And it goes on and on and on and on. It's telling you what is happening when the media will not tell you what is happening. Then Islam is growing in power. And one of the things that I've been telling you from a Bible prophecy standpoint is keep your eyes on Turkey, right? Because Turkey is prophesied in Ezekiel 38 and 39 to be a part of the Gog and Magog um, war. And so therefore, it is very important for us to understand that in that war, Turkey is going to be increasing in its power, okay? So one of the things that's going to happen is we have predicted that the power base for Sunni Islam is shifting away from Saudi Arabia to Turkey. And this article, let's bring this article up, please dry out, Turkey, Muslim Brotherhood, Eyes Earthquake Relief. Do we have that one? Uh, on, yep, it should be there. I saw it uh, right there. Muslim Brotherhood Eyes Earthquake Relief Funds to promote its ideology. So Turkey, along with Qatar, is a major supporter of the Muslim Brotherhood, bankrolling Brotherhood networks across Europe. Tur Turkey openly declared its opposition several years ago when Egypt had designated the Muslim Brotherhood as a terrorist organization. Last August, Turkey was found to be granting citizenship to dozens of the most senior Hamas jihadist operatives and their families. This notion that Turkey is secular and moderate, no, don't buy that lie. Turkey is becoming more fundamentalist. Turkey is becoming more Islamic. The latest report that the Muslim Brotherhood is eyeing earthquake relief funds to promote its ideology in Turkey shouldn't be surprising since many in Turkey and other majority Muslim states prioritize dawah or Islamic evangelism above all else. Turkey, Turkish President uh, Recep Tayyip Erdogan also stated about the Taliban that Turkey has nothing that contradicts the Taliban beliefs. Let me say that one more time. Turkey has nothing spiritually, ideologically, scripturally that contradicts the belief of the Taliban. Same Islam, folks. Same Islam. And now they want to use earthquake relief funds that are being poured into the country to help the thousands that died in the earthquake to go to promote its ideology in Turkey. So again, we're watching Turkey rise. We're watching the Muslim Brotherhood rise in Turkey. That is part of this Antichrist spirit that is rising. So this is what I've been telling you, that, that at the end of the day, folks, even though Iran is Shia Islam and Saudi is Sunni Islam and Turkey is Sunni Islam, at the end of the day, when it comes to fighting their common enemies, and which is Israel, which is ultimately the American people, um, which is ultimately Christianity, and, and, and getting ready to join the globalists on the World Economic Forum, the World Government Summit, the United Nations, all the favor that they have among the globalist community, they're getting ready to come together to battle one enemy that they view, which is Christianity, Judeo-Christian values, America and Israel, all that encompassed into one. And as they're doing that, what are they doing? They're putting their differences aside from a sectarian standpoint, and they're coming together. I never fully expected Iran to, ha to have a full-out attack on Saudi Arabia because Iran is weakened right now. Saudi Arabia is weakened right now. And this is coming together. Now, the Saudis are deceptive. 
Just as the Iranians are deceptive, because remember, the Saudis supposedly have diplomatic relations with Israel. The Iranian regime is, is hell-bent on wiping out Israel. So is it Iran that's not showing their true colors, or is it Saudi that's not showing their true colors? It's Saudi. It's United Arab Emirates. It's Dubai. Dubai. It is all these Arab nations where you have the rise of that uh, Abrahamic family house, right, that is in, 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 in United Arab Emirates, saying, oh, we all worship the same God. We all worship one God under the Abrahamic family. Who's, who, who are the deceivers? They are the deceivers. And they will show their true colors. The fact that China is getting involved in this is very interesting because I think you're seeing that coalition of Ezekiel 38 and 39. Remember I've said that it's not just Russia, it's not just Turkey, and it's not just Iran in that coalition along with Sudan and Libya and these, some of these African nations. It is going to be China. And I think China is connected to that. And now they're trying to meld this because the, the, the Arabs, even though they may directly not be involved, they're not named because you have Ezekiel 38 that talks about uh, Tarshish and uh, Sheba and Didan. Sheba and Didan would be the, the region that is Arabia. They kind of are observers. They're not directly involved in the battle, but it says nothing about the fact that they would not support it and or fund it militarily, financially, or in any of those areas. So keep, keep eyes on that. Here's another concerning thing very quickly, Dry up. Mexico, 13 migrants coming across our non-existent southern border. Uh, do you have that one there about Mexico? Uh, it should be there. I saw it. Um, there, no, next one. There we go. Uh, 13 migrants from Islamic Republic of Mauritania detained in the border town. Here we have these 13 of so-called migrants, if you can come back to me, please try, who are considered vulnerable because of the language barrier and other factors, including religious persecution. What religious per persecution do they face? Above all, why do these men travel to the border? What do they intend to do? They're claiming that they're being persecuted. And they're arrested in Tijuana. Tijuana police detained 13 migrants from a small Muslim nation of Mauritania, um, migrants from this North African country, known as the, as the Islamic Republic of Mauritania, have rarely, if ever, been encountered in Tijuana, but now they are. Um, and again, this is a smuggling operation, more than likely. This is a global problem. We've been warning about the, the southern border. We've been warning about Hezbollah working with the drug cartels. And now we see other nations that are on the terror watch list, Muslims coming across, it's not just Mexico or South Americans or Central America, it's the Islamic element that we're, we've been concerned about for years, warning about this Islamic infiltration and coming in and setting up terror cells. 13, uh, 13 men, these are 13 middle-aged, fighting-aged men that are coming across the border, Muslims arrested, claiming that they can't speak English and claiming that they're being persecuted. By who? Who's persecuting them in Mauritania? Not Christians. It's an Islamic Republic. So all of this to show you, folks, all of this to show you that we are witnessing, and then one other final article, just to give you the signs of the times, go to that World Net Daily article right there, Drya. Look at this, you can't make this stuff up. 
safeguards against beheading now the hit on the market. In France, because remember France is supposed to be the picture of diversity, but the French are absolutely in a tailspin because multi multiple Islamic groups in France, in the United Kingdom, where the Muslim population is surging, in the UK, in France, in Germany, in Sweden, in Norway, in Austria, this is a problem. So here you have um, uh, a, this, I can't make this up, bring this picture up again, I don't know if it shows it in that picture, Drya. In this article it actually shows that you can buy, it doesn't show it in that picture, but in the article it shows that you can buy a camouflage.com where neck protectors and other products are being sold. These products are described in French as, quote, anti-knife protection. Neck, collarbone, black or camouflage. So you, it's, it's supposed to be now like kind of a, a part of your attire that you wear this thing, but it is, it is, uh, it protects you from somebody coming. I mean, I just saw another video last night of another migrant in Sweden, I think it was, stabbing an 18-year-old, maybe it was France. It's just happening over and over and over again. And the media in the United States is so corrupt, they will not report on any of this stuff. I have to go to Jihad Watch or go to European sites to be able to even find what is actually happening in Europe, but also here in the States. And so again, anti-knife protection, a collarbone that's black or camouflage, it's about $50 and it goes around your neck. So if, if all of a sudden a Muslim comes and tries to cut your head off or stab you in the neck, this would give you some protection. Talk about signs of the times. So evil. So evil. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right, Dry, let's go to our quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about um, the January 6th lies. We're going to be talking about more. But folks, before we go to the break, again, I'm trying to tell you, Islam is an antichrist spirit. Any deception on this whole interfaith, multi-faith ecumenicalism, we all worship one God. Antichrist spirit deception. We must test every spirit. Just like with the whole LGBTQ plus trans, test the spirit. The spirit denies Jesus coming in the flesh. The spirit denies the Father and the Son. This false spirit is a Lying power, lying signs, lying wonders. It is a manifestation of that lawless spirit of Antichrist. And we must have wisdom and discernment. We must pray, God, please, Holy Spirit, please give us anointed discernment. Anointed discernment to have eyes to see the truth and to be willing to test the spirits and not back away from those who say, how dare you question this? How dare you question that? Just look at the fruit. No, we're supposed to judge the fruit and test the spirits. Just because it has fruit doesn't mean it's of God. And all these things are going crazy. Just like when I told you last week about what's going, or on Tuesday's show, about what's going on with um, China and Biden and COVID. Just like with COVID, right? We tested the spirits before this thing even came out, before the COVID fraud even came out. We were testing the spirits. We were testing the, the words and the narratives. And the spirit in those of us bore witness to, this is a lie. This is a cover-up. This is a farce. What did I say on the Tuesday show? 
evidence coming out that COVID is a bioweapon, evidence coming out that it was a lab uh, from a lab, evidence coming out of gain of function, evidence coming out that China released it, evidence coming out the United States uh, Department of Defense was uh, part of uh, at least coming up with the mRNA technology for these so-called death shots after the fact, evidence that the masks don't work. All of this is now blatantly in our eyes, and yet the deluded world, by the way, if you go back to 2 Thessalonians, what does it say? Why are they under this deception? Why? Because they did not, verse 10, receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And verse 11, and for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie, not the truth. So we must be lovers of truth. We must be lovers of the Holy Spirit. We must be absolutely focused on the fact that we are going to remain true to the word of God. And that's why we must have this discernment. Even with the January 6th stuff, we'll talk after the break, it's having discernment to do what is right. Okay, let's go to break real quick, Jariah. Again, folks, please visit our website. Visit our website, uh, tilministry.com, tilministry.com. Uh, please go to our Rumble page, rumble.com slash Ramhadian, rumble.com slash Ramhadian. Subscribe, please subscribe. Uh, real quick, go to our text alert. We have our text alert. If you're not getting text alert, here's the image. Uh, 1689, TT Truth, 689-888-7884. Type in the word join, push go, you'll be subscribed. And also go to our podcast. Here's the information for our podcast. Subscribe, bring that up real quick, please, Drea. Our podcast, Truth Today with Sharam Hadian, Truth Today with Sharam Hadian. Search on all those sites for podcasts. Now, finally, we are asking if you be prayerfully consider donating to this ministry to keep us going. We are 100% supported by you, our supporters, our listeners, our viewers. Uh, this is what, how the Lord provides for this ministry, for my family, for all of it, and to keep these programs going, to travel, to go into these places. We don't charge when we go. We go by faith. So please go to tillministry.com donate. Prayerfully right now, if you're able, consider a one-time donation, a secure donation to the ministry. If you want to do it by, by uh, electronically, you can do it there. But if you want to do it by check, go to our page there and you see the address. Please make your checks to Truth and Love. Forget the word ministry, just Truth in Love or TIL, P.O. Box 4523, P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee 37802. And then, of course, if you want to go beyond the one-time donation and join our Gideon Army, we're praying for 300 people that will prayerfully uh, join us to weekly pray for us, but also to donate on a monthly basis. Any amount, $5 and up, we are so blessed. Thank you for all of our Gideon Army donors. Thank you out there. All of you who are part of our Gideon Army, may the Lord bless you richly. Thank you for supporting us, giving us a monthly budget, keeping us going as well. Now, one final thing. Again, our events calendar. This week, as I said, this is pre-recorded. I'm in uh, Spokane, North Idaho, South Idaho. Next month, I'm going to be in Wisconsin for a conference and speaking at a church there. That's, information will be on our website soon. Want to have you just play dry out this quick one minute plus video of an intro, um, and let's shorten the last few seconds, Drya, of this upcoming conference. If you're in the Wisconsin area, particularly the Wausau, Milwaukee area, or central Milwaukee, please come out to the conference in person. Great speakers. Let's play this clip. Go ahead, Dry.
They don't want to make America great again. They don't believe in America first. Uh, they believe in globalism and social. The goal and the aim is to shut down the gospel proclamation. We will stand against that evil. We will not be quiet or silent as you're about to perpetrate evil. You've got to speak up. You've got to rise up. You've got to use the position God puts you in. And he said, who's to say you weren't born for such a time as this? And if that revival happens within us, what would it look like? What is the, what is the outward working of the Holy Spirit in a real revival? Wisconsin Christian News Solemn Assembly and Conference, April 14th and 15th, with a special music group, MPK Band, performing Sacred Hymns of the Faith. The conference will be held at the Stony Creek Hotel and Conference Center, 1100 Imperial Avenue, Rothschild, Wisconsin. Purchase your tickets today at coachdavelive.com slash events. That's coachdavelive.com slash events. You can also call 715-486-8066 for more information. See you at the conference. God bless you. All right. We're back, and uh, again, that's just a little update, little info for this upcoming conference, little trailer. So if you're in that area, would you guys please get the word out? We want to, uh, this, as I said, the whole conference is based upon our great pushback concept that the Lord gave us. So I'm so blessed that they're willing to do that with Coach Dave Dobmeyer, Alex Newman, uh, and, and Mike Spaulding, and other, other, other speakers there. It'll be an amazing weekend. Then I'll, I'll be speaking at uh, Mercy Seat Christian Church on Sunday uh, April 16th. That information will be on our website soon. Uh, let's go to, in our final few minutes here, I want to cover the January 6th lies, that, the narrative that continues to unravel, folks. This is continuing to unravel, the, and especially as we're getting video, 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 video coming out. Uh, we must have Tucker Carlson, uh, no, by the way, did you notice last week, he came out on Monday, he was going to be playing videos every day. And remember we told you that both Schumer and McConnell came after him. They're putting, putting pressure on Fox. Well, guess what? No more videos, right? No more videos Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of last week. So now we got to be able to have this information, all these videos released to the public. We need access to the 41,000 videos. Now, Jariah, let's go to the, um, the Representative Matt Gates article. Look at this one, folks. Look at this. Uh, reveals shady tactic that we have here used by January 6th sham committee that is coercive in nature, tactic previously used by Rep. Isho and McErnie. Um, so this was during a podcast or Fedcast uh, that they were showing the nature of the subpoena. There's value at times to a subpoena, even if you aren't seeking information back as a result of that subpoena. An example of that is how they dealt with social media companies. Imagine being a social media company and getting a subpoena at the demand saying, show me everything you're doing to get these extreme views off of your platform. Show me everything you're doing to stop the next insurrection. Uh, show me everything you're doing to look at the profile of people who are supporting building the wall, election integrity, Second Amendment, and let us know that you're actually being good corporate citizens. 
You see, that's not a subpoena intended to actually get usable information. It's coercive in nature. So they're talking about how the lying media, social media, all worked with that sham committee to silence anything that had to do with the stolen election or with true information. And we have patriots right now sitting in prison. Uh, uh, my, my friend who um, is from Minnesota, Victoria White. Victoria is one of the people that from early on had, uh, I met her in Minnesota when I spoke there. Uh, she was brutally beaten by Capitol Police. Um, and she was in D.C. recently for her court date with an abusive, abusive uh, court. Uh, she wrote in one of her texts to me, they violated me and the D.C. pretrial wanted to throw me in jail for meeting with uh, members of, of Congress. She went there and she met with members of Congress and the judge wanted to throw her in jail for doing that. And they used the Gateway Pundit article as evidence. The judge basically said, I now can't go to the D.C. jail vigil or go anywhere in D.C. but to court and meet with my attorney. This is such an abuse of power. It's unbelievable abuse of power. So now let's go to this second article, this next article, the Ray Epps article here. Look at this. Let's bring this up. Ray Epps, remember the one that, that, that even Trump supporters during January 6th said was a Fed, right? The headline says he lied, committed criminal acts, and it was all caught on video. Here are the eight Trump supporters the FBI arrested and who are now serving time in prison for the very things that Ray Epps did. So in this article, they're showing that they actually have footage, unearthed footage of these 41,000 hours that shows Ray Epps committing the very crimes using uh, signs, uh, specifically hoisting a massive Trump sign that they used to uh, uh, crash into the barricades, uh, both the initial outside and the inside second barricade of the U.S. Capitol. That's a crime. Other Trump supporters were arrested and put into prison for doing that, except for Ray Epps. Ray Epps has not been interviewed by the FBI. Ray Epps has not been touched by the FBI. He's never been charged with anything. Why? The obvious, folks. He was a Fed plant. This was instigated. He was instigating Trump supporters to commit uh, violent acts. Nothing's being done to him because he was an insider of the FBI and the Feds. Once again, January 6th is a distraction from the entire picture, folks. You got to look at the bigger picture. Stolen election. Um, the crimes of the Obama administration, the shadow government that was there, even when Trump was president, and now a corrupt, the most corrupt government in our history with the uh, puppet Biden, Obama really being the president, and of course the corrupt CCP and all the connections to the globalists. All of this, folks, and this article talks about other Trump supporters, Charles Bradley Smith, Marshall um, Neef, uh, Thomas Hammer, Howard Richardson, uh, Alan Byerly, uh, uh, Jose Padilla, all these who are now in prison for the very charges that now we have on video as Ray Epps doing. And then my friend uh, Victoria White, did we get this part dry up? My friend Victoria uh, White, who was one of the people who was brutally beaten by Capitol Police, uh, video has now recently come out of her being beaten, all bloody in her face, um, uh, she was so, so um, fortunate to not be killed on that day and be the fifth Trump supporter that was killed. But she had texted me recently. She was in D.C. for a trial and she was meeting with members of, of the House to go over her testimony, but also uh, to look at evidence. Because remember that we didn't have the 41,000 hours. Uh, Tucker Carlson 
came out with them, but then he, then he, he I, I think he was probably coerced to not come out with the rest because he was supposed to have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and he only came out last week, Monday, and the rest of the week, nothing. So we need to unearth these 41,000 hours. It needs to be given access to uh, Gateway Pundit and other media sources that are suing to get them. But Victoria White said that just by her meeting with the members of, of uh, back, this is February 10th, with members of Congress, the judge told her she cannot do that. Um, she can only, uh, she can't visit any, uh, uh, she can't go to any of the vigils for the DC, for the um, Washington Six political prisoners, and that she cannot go to anywhere in DC but to court. That is an absolute violation of her First Amendment rights, that she has no right to meet with her members of Congress and no right to, to, to move about freely. Um, it's crazy. And all of this is coming out, folks. More and more of this is coming out. Let's look at one other headline, Drya. Uh, this is on the Proud Boys one. Do we have that one? Okay, let's bring that up. Here we have Proud Boys attorney demands a special master to look into evidence. This is something else that's come out by the videos of the FBI's witness tampering, destruction of evidence, and fabrication of documents. Paper trail exposes dirty FBI DOJ collusion uh, so this is very important that we have this stuff come to the light of day. January 6th is imploding. The narrative is imploding. It's falling apart and it will continue to implode. We will find out that it was a sham trial, sham committees. There was no insurrection. The FBI incited. The FBI staged it. We have so much video now that Trump supporters were, of course, in the Capitol within the lines, being escorted by police, not doing anything wrong. Yes, there were some who did. This is absolute um, embarrassment to our nation and all those who continue to believe the narrative. We must test the spirit, Holy Spirit truth versus the deceptions and lies of the spirit of the age. We must have discernment, folks. It's imperative, absolutely imperative that we have discernment. This is why the Word of God matters. This is why the Holy Spirit matters. This is why the sermon matters. And pray that more and more, more of this will come out and it'll be revealed and exposed. Every one of those political prisoners, either facing charges or in prison, should be released by now. At, at, at worst, there should have been some vandalism charges and or um, trespassing charges, which would have been days in prison, maybe a week, few weeks in prison. But no, 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 we're going to make an example. We're going to call this treason. No, you know who is treasonous? It is O'Biden. It is the DOJ. It is the FBI. It is the federal government. It is the courts. It is the Republicans and Democrats that are connected to the CCP. As I said, watch our Tuesday show. Everything is coming full circle. The bank runs, all this stuff, the, the potential collapse of the bank, all of this is, is pre-planned to move us into the globalist agenda, to move us into the digital utopia, but also to distract from the criminality of the government of this nation now. They stole our government. They stole our election. They are the ones who committed treason. They are the ones who are the insurrectionists. And only the Lord can, can um, really uh, siphon through and, and sift through the lies from the deception. You and I can if we have the Holy Spirit working in us, if we test the spirits, if we judge by the Spirit, 
and not by the flesh and not by our emotions or by the lying media. We got to be able to discern the signs, powers, and lying works of the, of the enemy versus the true works of the Holy Spirit. Whether we recognize false religions and false ideologies like Islam and the whole LGBTQ++ and climate alarmism, or we recognize the false narratives of COVID, of January 6th, of all these things that are meant to distract from the truth of what is going on. And also World War III, by the way. So it's very important, folks, that we dig in, gear up with other believers, connect with other like-minded believers, fight the battle for the Word of God, right? Fight for the Word of God, fight for the truth. Be a truth teller, be a truth liver, live out the truth in your life and support ministries like this as we occupy till the very end, all right? So one more time, please, as we wrap up tonight, we'll be back with you live next week. Um, this is, of course, again, pre-recorded. I'm, I'm, I'm on the road. I, again, I covet your prayers for uh, the, the presentation that I'm gonna be giving March 17th on the One World Religion Rising. Check out our events calendar on our website, tillministry.com, T-I-L-Ministry.com. Uh, it's important to check out that website. So let's go ahead and bring up the website. And then also, um, Check out again our Rumble page, rumble.com slash Hadian. Please, would you prayerfully consider a year, a, a, a one-time donation to the ministry, tillministry.com slash donate, or a Gideon Army donation. Sign up for our Gideon Army, become one of our Gideon Army members. I will say that it's an honor to be with you. It's an honor to do these programs and to hopefully share this truth, all connected back to the Word of God. We are in a spiritual battle of the ages, folks, of the ages. Satan's time is short, but the Spirit is with us. The Spirit has not departed. The Comforter, the Counselor is with us. Lean into the Holy Spirit. Lean into the Word of God. Lean into worship, time with the Lord, time with other believers, and ground yourself. It is so important. God bless you. Have a blessed weekend, and we will see you next week. Pastor Sharam Hadian with Truth and Love Ministry and Truth Today.